welcome to another episode of Tell Me More. My name is Luke Stare, and I'm filling in for Katie Reed Hodges. But today we have something just a little bit different for you. Today, instead of Dr. Wiles and I discussing the sermon, you have Dr. Wiles, Kurt, and Barry talking about life at our church and the past several decades of ministry they've shared together, as well as what is to come in this next year. It is a really fun episode, uh, and I hope that you will enjoy their banter. I think it was a fun look into that relationship. Um, So again, we hope you enjoy this special and different episode of Tell Me More. special edition of Tell Me More. And I am Dennis Wiles. Normally I am the, um, uh, well, I'm not sure what I am, but Luke Stair is normally our host and I'm not Luke and uh, our Katie Reed Hodges and I'm not Katie. So, but today on this special edition, I have Dr. Barry Rock. Barry is uh, one of the associate pastors at our church and Kurt Grice, another associate pastor at our church. And so we just want to welcome you to um, this uh, edition of Tell Me More. And uh, just first of all, welcome. Thank you. Yes, we're glad to have both gee, of you. Gee whiz, it's good to be here. <laughs> yeah, and, and people don't know whenever they see it, this is uh, just a handful of days before Christmas. And so that's right. we, that's we right. feel the spirit. That's exactly right. Just, yeah, and, uh, they are. Yes. Holly, holly jolly. <laughs> but, exactly. but you need to project time travel into the future because they're going to be yeah. seeing this that's after right. Christmas. That's right. I hope your, this Christmas, was, New Year's. I hope your that, Christmas was great. That's right. Go. This is New Year's, y'all. So, <laughs> well, first of all... Um, both of you guys um, are old. I mean, y'all been hanging around here a long time. Yeah, Kurt, you know, so Kurt is the me, oldest among us. Tell me about it. Uh, so, Kurt, you came yeah. here. When did you get here? To uh, first 93. Baptist. He actually came uh, about three Which weeks. century? Well, it was the 21st century. <laughs> oh, no, okay. no. No. Uh, no, no. No, it wasn't. Actually, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I came in uh, December of 93, and he had come about three weeks earlier in November of okay. 93. And uh, strangely, our eyes met across the room. Yeah, exactly <laughs> so when you right. got here, Kurt, you came as a youth minister. Yes. And you and Kim, you already had the, the three girls, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We brought, uh, I brought the whole family with me. Okay. I didn't come. We, we came from the East Coast, <laughs> and I actually brought my wife and three daughters. Yes, and uh, started off as the youth minister, and we were housed over in the student center back in those days. Right. And, um, and how old were those kids? Do you remember? I, I have no idea. They were born in 83 and 86, so I'll let you do the okay. math. But so, they were young. Yeah, right. Yeah. Awesome. And then, Barry, you came in 93. No. 90, 93. That was the, we came just a few weeks after Mackenzie, my youngest one, was born. Okay. So, yeah, well, when we went to Pineville, which is where I was before, we got there in an old car that had three dogs and Jory. And when we got here, we had three kids and one dog. So <laughs> there you go. Was that and, an improvement? <clears throat> and still an old, eh. and still an old car. In eh. <laughs> an old car. Yeah. Whether or not you improved your life, it's hard to no. say. Yeah. No, it's great, man. Well, think about it though. Um, y'all have been here. Then you're in your thirtieth year. We're in our thirtieth season, right, yeah. of ministry here at yeah. First Baptist. Man. But obviously, you were in ministry before that, certainly. Mm-hmm. And then I came 
21 years ago, which I know is incredibly memorable to y'all. It was. I mean, it was a signature moment yeah. in you know, yeah. both of y'all's no, lives. It was, and, uh, in so many ways. <laughs> so uh, we, uh, Cindy and I arrived in uh, the summer of 2001, and uh, we came with Hannah and Josiah, and then uh, my parents also, if y'all remember, came with us. I remember. So you think about it, for us as a church, we have been, you guys been, doing this almost three decades together and me just a little more than two decades with y'all. So we've got a lot of heritage here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a mathematician, but we're, we're looking at 80 years of ministry life at First Baptist Church Arlington. Yeah, and right. I feel like with another 10 years, we can get Dennis trained up in this thing. <laughs> yeah, right. we, we might be able to wrestle this thing into a yeah, good shape. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. so when you think about, first of all, you're both still here, but you are in different first, roles, no. you know? And so Kurt, uh, yeah, you're in different roles, Kurt. Uh, just for our church to know, uh, we have we've reorganized several times several along times. the way, restructured, if you will. And so, some of our folks may not know, but now we have a um, coordination division, I guess is what you'd call it. And Barry, you oversee that as our associate pastor for operations. I do. And we uh, do um, a lot of aerobics, and we <laughs> we have the marching band. Right. You're in charge and of the, all the coordination. The hand-eye coordination yeah, is a big right. part of it, too. And, yeah. so, uh, and that also includes finances and facilities and just the whole operation of ministry. Communications, uh, janitorial stuff, yeah. yeah. yeah and, um, and then, Kurt, you, we, the other division is content, and you oversee that. We, yeah, just like we used to call coordination operational resources, we used to call content spiritual formation, and frankly, still do quite often. Uh, but in the spirit of alliteration, we were going for C words. That's right. It's a, just a Baptist thing to do. Uh, but spiritual formation includes all of our educational age group ministries, our missional cross-cultural ministries, and our worship ministries, mm -hmm. along with anything else that either one of you guys doesn't want to mm -hmm. do. Right. And then, True. then the third division is care, and uh, I Which oversee that. Which the other that. C word was going to be all the other cred. <laughs> That's right. but, but, but we chose care. But we, went care. we went to care. We went to care. Because <laughs> it was uh, formerly known as pastoral That's care. right. That's right. But uh, so Katie and I obviously oversee that. And uh, so, but just for our church family to know, when you put us three in the room, we're, we are what we call the pastoral, pastoral lead team at our church. And so if you think about all the employees of the church, all the ministry of the church, everybody that does anything basically at First Baptist Arlington, somehow as they go up the chain, if you will, it either comes to Barry or to me or to you, Kurt. And so... The bug stops here. That's right. These, we that ought are, to scare you all to death. <laughs> we the, we're the representative <laughs> leaders of this staff. And, um, and so there are several things we wanted to communicate to our church today. First of all, I would just say, we're excited to be here. Mm. You know, been here a long time. Absolutely. But uh, maybe y'all can share a word about that, that you're still excited about the future. Not We are grateful for the past. Now, that is true. We are. You know, we like to joke about it. But my goodness, this church has been good to us. We've raised our kids here. Uh, Kurt and I have grandkids in this church. Barry has a son-in-law and a daughter that's still in this church and, and a son. And so um, we're, this is our home, really. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, my excitement comes in several different ways. First of all, um, we've all done ministry long before this place. I, Lex and I were on sabbatical this past um, three weeks, and so we spent a lot of time just driving together and had a lot of conversations. I really started doing ministry, going to revivals and stuff when I was 16, when I was old enough to start driving and singing and talking and doing stuff. And so... 
you know, now that I'm 36, what is that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. no, Kurt will do the math you know, for you. I'm, I'm about to be Kurt 60. Senility has kicked in. He doesn't <laughs> know what I'm, day about it is to, I'm about to be 65, and so so do the math. I mean, that's, you know, 49 years of doing some level of this kind of stuff. And so the first thing I'm excited about is that I've got to be in the church long enough to make a difference and raise my family. Mm -hmm. I mean that sincerely. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of ministers don't get the opportunity to be in a church that they love to do meaningful work and to raise their families in a healthy place. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited about that just because I see the fruits of it now. Mm -hmm. um, next thing I'm excited about is I don't know that I've ever been in a place that is on as positive a trajectory over the years with the way we've done staffing, with the way that we've taken care of our business, with the kind of vision that we have. And so I think that what I'm excited about is I think this is an effective church for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. that, that excites me. Mm -hmm. And I guess the final thing I would say, because I could mention a whole lot more and probably will. We will. Um, but <laughs> We will. Yeah. But I, I think the other thing is I'm a very future-oriented person. Mm -hmm. If you come to me as a minister and, I, and you think I can tell you every person in every place that I've ever been and done, I... I'm not a very good celebrator. I think Kurt and I even share some of that. Mm -hmm. doesn't mean I don't appreciate it. Please mm -hmm. don't misunderstand me. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that I don't have close affinity with a lot of people. But I don't live primarily thinking about all the good things that have happened. Mm -hmm. I live charged up about all of the possibilities that can be. That's what keeps me here. Mm -hmm. People ask me all the time, what do you, you ever think about retirement? Well, well no, I, I, I don't, mm -hmm. seriously. Because I love doing this, and I've never been at a place, even in this church, that has me more excited about what's going to happen in the future. Which I mean is, that sincerely. And, which Sin is sincerely. Sincerely. Yeah. We, um, we know what the coin phrase. That's a good word. That's you, a good word. You make up a lot of words. So, um, but you know, and I, I would say Barry, that is a great word, and it's good for our church to hear that. You know, the ones that have been with you in music ministry, there are many people in our church. That's how they know you, mm -hmm. if you think about it. And now you're in this role, and so you've transitioned and you've worked in various places across the life of our church. And, uh, and to hear that excitement in your voice, to me, ought to be really encouraging to the church. And so, Kurt, how about you? A little word about, well, we're talking about several other things specifically, but just yeah, generally. Well, it's not, again, a brief look back. It's not lost on us that we've had the privilege of being here two decades or three decades in a church that we love, that's healthy, that's vibrant, that's, that's innovative. Uh, because that's just frankly not the experience of most people in mm -hmm. vocational ministry. Uh, I don't know what the average turnover is, but it's, it's a handful of years for mm -hmm. most people in ministry. We've had the incredible privilege of getting to be a part of this church, uh, honestly, for the best part of our lives. Mm -hmm. um, the, in the, several different <laughs> yeah. shapes of but, that meaning. You know, yeah. for, for you and I to show up at 35, kind of, hitting our stride and to get to spend the next three decades at this place is an incredible privilege and we're very, very grateful. But to your point, uh, we're more excited about the future than we are the past. Uh, a lot has happened just in the 20 years you've been here. Um, walking through the building earlier today uh, in anticipation of this, I tried to remember what our facilities were like 30 years ago and I, I can't do it. It's just changed so radically. <laughs> Uh, but the campus, as radically different as it is, mm -hmm. is just a reflection of how much our church has changed, how much society has changed, just how much ministry has changed. And that's going to continue. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to keep progressing. 
hopefully evolving, and we're going to get to be a part of making that happen. But that's been the history of our church, right, is answering the bell. Mm -hmm. um, when you've been here for over 150 years now, mm -hmm. and this has been an effective church, you know, I hope nobody hears us saying that it's only been effective while we've been here for oh, yeah. our, sure. our standard. We, we, we stand on the shoulders of, of giants who have, have mm -hmm. built buildings that everybody thought was silly to build when the town needed a meeting place or uh, launched ministries that nobody understood. And now Mission Arlington and missions and just all of the things that this church has done. And so I would say that we just have the privilege of standing our watch as best we can. And maybe we haven't done as, uh, as good as some, but I feel like that what we've been able to do is just capitalize on the, the ethos of this place is that, man, we're here for this time. We're here not to celebrate all the past stuff and be a history uh, lesson for everybody, but man, we're here to, live real-time Christianity. Yeah, and the externals have changed and will continue to, but the heart of, of this church, the personality of this church, the DNA of this church yeah. uh, is what it is, and we'll continue to discover new ways of doing ministry and being the church. Mm -hmm. That's an appropriate expression of who we are as the people of God in this place. And so, you know, a lot to appreciate looking back and the rich history, but I think what we want to focus on is mm -hmm. where we're heading mm -hmm. in the future as we start a new year, mm -hmm. 2023. That's right. And a great segue, uh, Kurt. <clears throat> just like we rehearsed it, right? I mean, just like, yeah, just like we had it written out. Sure. Uh, Y'all keep those cue cards going, would you, Bobby and Luke, so we can keep on yeah. the track here so we know what we're doing. Um, but uh, <laughs> Everything we do is well-oiled. <laughs> I just had to push it I know. You, you didn't even know what that was. I didn't. It. It, didn't it didn't matter. It didn't matter. But you know, um, so yeah, 2023, this, this podcast is going to um, launch the week between Christmas and New Year's. And so uh, we want the church to know that 2023 did not sneak up on us. Hmm. We, we, we've been getting ready. Hmm. We've been planning and preparing. Uh, we had, uh, we've had lots of conversations. Uh, we have been putting plans in place. Uh, we spent an entire staff retreat just focusing on 2023. Hmm. And so let me just do a brief word about that. And I thought, Kurt, maybe you could tell us as we launch the year, you're, you've put together this challenge for us, but what we're planning to do in 2023 is gather around a theme, which is what was something we always do here. But this year, the theme is why does it matter? And um, that, that theme really materialized last year. Now, it, it came, I guess, to greater fruition while I was off in July, but it actually started last year because we started having these conversations about coming out of the pandemic it felt like us to us that one of the things people were focusing on was just the whole idea of well, what really matters because everything else had kind of um, been moved to the periphery. If it didn't matter, it seems like during the pandemic, it just kind of exacerbated that feel that, well, we don't need it if it doesn't matter. And so that led us to think, okay, so what really matters for us as a church? And that's led us to, to say, okay, for this next year, we're going to, we're going to learn some apologetics we're going to learn about uh, representing our faith and making an appeal for it, and evangelism. Um, those two tracks kind of side by side. We're talking about also exploring a new, um, a new frontier, you know, this whole digital space. And I kind of sounded like William Shatner there for a second. Is there, is there, is well, there, we don't know that this is, is there the, Star Trek music we, we on there? We don't know that this is There's the not. last frontier. There's, there's no. no Star Trek. 
This no, is that is definitely not Star Trek. Okay, hey, sorry. You know. anyway. anyway, tooth fairy. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. It's right. close enough, y'all. The, 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 the next frontier is the digital church. We don't know that's the last frontier. Yeah, so we're looking at exploring that space. And then also um, young adults. As y'all know, one of the burdens I have right now is young adults, young families. Uh, we've been reading, uh, exploring lots of uh, information about how it seems as if there are, there's a disconnect for many young adults in America between them, their spirituality, and the church. And then not only that, they're, they're awash in this interesting cultural sea right now. Mm. And the question is, how do we help young adults and young families find their way in all of this? And so focusing on uh, kind of an apologetic, evangelistic appeal to young adults and helping families know how to, how to manage their way through this incredible morass of a, of a cultural shift that we find ourselves in. So with that said, church, that's really what we're looking for in 2023 is this whole idea of focusing on learning what it is we believe, why we believe it, how we share it, and how it impacts us, particularly with our young families. Some of our seasoned veterans, we're going to ask them to be mentors and encourage and bless, and we want, to, we want to reach some of these young families in our community that right now I think are living in such a challenging time, and, um, and then the digital space, trying to figure that out. So we're going to launch the year with a challenge. So Kurt, tell us a little bit about what's going to happen when, when, when you launch the year 2023. Yeah, well, the yeah. way we have organized ourselves in the last couple of years, we've developed more of a flow and a rhythm, a I seasonal. Actually, I, I actually have a prop. Do you? Yeah, hold on. Okay, well, I'll keep talking while you find your prop. But let's, oh, uh, well, are we on? Where's the yeah, camera? This is a podcast. Really. Can yeah. they see us? They, so, they can. Uh, We're videoing. Oh, I forgot So that. here's the We're deal. Uh, uh, we passed out on our two Christmas Eve service and then again on Christmas Day uh, this winter break challenge. And this is just a workbook. And it's designed to give people some resource and some instruction, hopefully some encouragement and inspiration uh, to redeem the time uh, between Christmas and the new year last week or so of the of the old year, first couple of weeks of the new year, we want to encourage people to establish and to develop some healthy habits. There's so much unhealth, so much dysfunction, to your point, uh, in, in society around us. We want to encourage people to pay attention to three areas of their life that are integrated, uh, and that is the spiritual component, uh, the physical component, and the emotional component. And so, uh, in this workbook for, for the six weeks, the last week of, of December and then the five weeks of January, uh, we're asking people to spend time each week thinking about their relationship with God, to uh, read a devotional that I put together, to do the daily Bible readings, uh, to actually spend time with God, cultivate that uh, spiritual component. We want them to, to take their physical health spiritually. And so uh, Tara Toms, who oversees our activities ministry, has put together some resources, some help, some encouragement to uh, people to be tangible in their exercise and mm -hmm. their thoughtfulness about mm -hmm. their physical health. Uh, and then Katie Reed Hodges has put together some helps for uh, our emotional, relational well-being. Mm -hmm. And so each week there are those three components. But in the spirit of establishing habits, Luke Stair has put together uh, these missional habit prompts for us uh, mm -hmm. to think about how to live out our faith in a meaningful way with other people. So it's a workbook, lots of empty lines and blank spaces for people to write in. 
what do I want to accomplish? What are my goals? Uh, who am I interacting with? Who am I scheduling a meal with? Uh, how am I exercising? Mm. What am I hearing from God's mm -hmm. word as I'm reading the Bible? So uh, we're encouraging people, winter challenge, uh, to pick this up, take it seriously, use it, put it into practice, hopefully develop some habits in the new year that'll carry them through mm -hmm. 2023. And, and that's a... You know, Kurt, what I like about that is it's a holistic approach to launching a new year. You know, when when typically, we all know, you have the New Year's resolutions and people think, man, I want to get in shape, I want to do this, I want to do that. I mean, this will help capitalize on some of that. Yeah, but, there's a whole <laughs> list of things to do in there. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And, uh, and, and, and everybody's in a different place. And right. so we're not sure. saying everybody do everything. Uh, we're saying, hey, before God, be honest. Where's the greatest need in your life right now? Mm -hmm. and, and and it may be relational, emotional. Right. Uh, you may be carrying around some baggage that you need to address. Mm -hmm. It could be physical. You let yourself go, and, mm -hmm. and you need to just incrementally begin to address uh, your physical health. Certainly, we could all do better spiritually. Mm -hmm. And so be attentive to the Word mm -hmm. of God, uh, mm -hmm. being thoughtful, mm -hmm. recording, journaling, writing down what the Spirit of God's prompting in you. We believe all mm -hmm. that can combine to create better health in the new year. Thank you, Kurt. And, and another thing that I like about it, I like the holistic approach, but I also like the um, just the interdisciplinary uh, approach and the intersection of so many different staff members who helped put this together. And uh, and I think that's also something that has encouraged us. I mean, We've just got what some you great just said, staff members. When I'm we talk about you. the future, the thing that I'm most excited about is this next generation of young leaders that we've assembled in uh, part well, you, of the yeah. you're welcome yeah well okay you had a contribution in that absolutely you did oh I thought you were <laughs> no no you, had a, you made a contribution okay. to bringing on the next right, generation that's okay uh, but uh, your emphasis about young families and we're going to mm -hmm. be paying a lot of attention to that well we're currently in the process of trying to locate somebody to lead our young adult ministry mm -hmm. our preschool ministry mm -hmm. two of the key components to the young family mm -hmm. emphasis and focus in the new year mm -hmm. And, and that's exciting. And when I, even when you just said what you said, Tara Toms mm -hmm. helped, Luke, mm -hmm. Katie, these are some of these our younger the staff members. The next generation. Yeah. Yes, I have golf clubs older than that's all of them. You know, and so. And articles the, of clothing. Yes. And so, uh, that are back in style now. So, but um, think about how these younger, Connor, I mean, there's a, there's a whole group of them that have joined us. And, uh, and it's an exciting time for us. And I, I think that uh, that's one of the things, Barry, you've alluded to that fuels your excitement is looking at the talent yeah. that God has brought to First Baptist Arlington and how they're beginning to mix together and find their way, just like y'all did. You know, you think about when y'all came in some ways. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't want to get into <laughs> I all think that. They're, I think they're more talented <laughs> no, than y'all were. No, look at the got, time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're probably more talented than y'all yeah, were. But oh, nevertheless, yeah. you know, I'm just using something that people can you relate know, to. I, I think the thing, I know, you know, you don't want to be disingenuous here. You don't want to act like we haven't talked about a lot of this stuff. Like, oh, let me remind us. I, We've talked a lot about what is our legacy. We're, we're closer to the end of our careers than we are to the beginnings of it. I'm closer to retirement than I am to being the 16-year-old that started driving around mm -hmm. in a 63 Chevy mm -hmm. singing in places with a reel-to-reel -reel recorder. Mm -hmm. And uh, That was a good run, though, bud. It, it was a good run. Made millions. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Hundreds. Uh, yeah, I remember that night in Shakota, Oklahoma, <laughs> where there there was probably 30, 35 people. Oh, you, you made money standing behind a screen at a yeah. funeral home singing for somebody you didn't even know. Well, that is true, too. I got stories. But, 
I, you know, I think one of the things we've talked about is legacy. You know, and as you get mm-hmm. older, you start wondering what are you leaving and preparing more than than sometimes what you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. And so I know we've all talked about in our hearts that one of the things that we've got to do is figure out how to share what we've learned, good and bad, what, what we have done well and poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it's an interesting transitional time mm-hmm. where you're trying to cultivate leaders that you know are going to outlast you and to give them the space to create a world that we couldn't create just to be frank, mm-hmm. the skills, the gifts, the language, the the culture, the age, mm-hmm. uh, the affinities, mm-hmm. um, the experience. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, and all the leadership stuff that I've done in schools and all of that kind of thing, you know, leadership has to be granted by people who are in leadership. Mm-hmm. You have to give space for people to come in and make a difference. And that's something I've been praying a lot and we've talked a lot mm-hmm. about is how do you make space? Because... One way to do it is just tell everybody this is the way. Go and just live in this world and and don't bump into the edges of it. And you can do that. And uh, uh, or you can make space for everybody to come in with different thoughts and ideas. I think that's also a good word institutionally, not just for us. Is that when you have um, new thought, new idea, new inflow that you have to be careful about your wineskins. You have to be careful um, that, that, that what you've had in the past doesn't poorly react to the possibilities of the future. It doesn't mean that you get rid of everything from the past. It doesn't mean that you embrace everything from the future, but somewhere there's a transition mm-hmm. where things are just different. Mm-hmm. And so for us, it's this granting of authority and this granting of permission to... Uh, to do things differently, make mistakes, um, not be judged on every single thing. And so that's a word that I would give to the whole institutional church, uh, First Baptist Church as a family is, man, we're going to be trying stuff and doing things and you're going to hear stuff and and we're going to be challenged as leaders to, Mm -hmm. there are things happening right now that I would never have done, not because I disagree with them, because I never would have thought of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and I think that that's great. Uh, but the other part of it is y- you have to learn. And so this can be a church that helps the next generation of, of ministers to, to thoughtfully engage the world by not throwing away everything that's historically true about Christianity or Baptist way of life or just who we are uh, in, in Christ because the world changes so rapidly. And, and so we've got to be in dialogue. And we talked about that yesterday, mm-hmm. is there's a dialogue to say, what are the challenges today? How do we meet those things? What are the things we hold on to tightly? But what are the permissions we have to give to in, intersect those things differently? Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's got to be enough steel to keep you standing up straight. Um, that's the gospel. The gospel's always going to be here. It's not about whether we're going to be the ending or the beginning of the gospel's power or strength. But it is going to be about how how fit we are in God's kingdom to do it well here in this place. Mm-hmm. I, I want to make sure that um, I connect the dots and, and offer this contextualization. I believe that we, in all our conversations, uh, deeply desire to bless the next generation of, mm-hmm. of young ministers that mm-hmm. are coming up. That mm-hmm. is our legacy. We believe that's one of our chief roles. 
but I, I want to make sure our church understands that's a reflection of what we as a body of believers want to do. And so when True. we talk about reaching young families, uh, it's, it's not that we don't matter or we're completely irrelevant. We have a lot to offer. We've got uh, some life experience and some wisdom, I think some maturity. Mm -hmm. But our congregation is made up of a lot of great That's godly right. saints mm -hmm. who have been here a really, really long time. Uh, but we're all aware that that's not the future. Mm -hmm. The future is the next generation mm -hmm. or two that's coming in. And so if somebody's listening or watching or hearing about this or whatever, and they're wondering, is First Baptist Church uh, Arlington a place uh, for my young family, or is it stayed, is mm -hmm. it um, mm -hmm. stuck in, in the past mm -hmm. or whatever? No, we appreciate the past, but what we've been saying is we're mm -hmm. excited about the future. We mm -hmm. want you to come help create the future with us. Mm -hmm. And what I've loved the last several years, um, the committee membership of our church has gotten younger and younger. Mm -hmm. uh, we right now have what I would consider, of course, everybody's younger than me, but I would consider some of the key committees are being chaired and led by some, some of the very young adults, mm -hmm. but they're sharp. Mm -hmm. uh, they've got um, high capacity, high mm -hmm. gifting, mm -hmm. and they're going to help lead us into the future. So uh, we want to do for our staff what I think our whole congregation wants to do for the new families that are going to find their way to our church in the, right. in the coming days. And if you think about it, it's the very thing this church did for them. Many of our church members have been here a long time. When they right. got here, the very same thing happened to them. You know, right. The door was open. It had to be a place for uh, you to right. step in. path and was paved. And, and so we, we have that heritage here of in healthy ways kind of passing off that baton you know, which is which is a crucial thing in a relay, you know, and sometimes can get um, yeah. jumbled up a little you bit. You can lose the race <laughs> if you don't pass the baton that's right. well. That's right. And it's happened so, countless times. Um, and I think we do that pretty well here, and we know that's a part of our responsibility. And so in 2023 in particular, um, just for our church to know this whole idea, why does it matter? We're going to let the Apostle John be our guide. That's something I felt convicted about while I was away in July, just praying through John's gospel. And, and yeah, it's, 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 it's a little challenging to me. I'm a little more of a Luke guy, but I really have grown to appreciate John as I've gotten older. And, and John appreciates the fact that you... I'm, I'm sure he does. If you see him before I, I do, if you see him before I do, let him and know. There's a good <laughs> chance. So I'm sure know. John is, is, some, is you're, somewhere you're in heaven going... You're the disciple that Dennis loves. So. <laughs> right, exactly. He, Dennis has finally accepted me. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But there's so much to offer in John's gospel that I think speaks to exactly what all we're talking about and dealing with. You know, coming out of this pandemic, the polarization in our culture and mm. our society, mm. the, just the brokenness, the fragmentation, the isolation, and then just this sea of, of ideas now that it's, it's almost like the culture is throwing everything up against a wall to see what sticks. Mm -hmm. and, and even if it doesn't stick, the fact that it even got to the wall makes it uh, almost palatable or at least an option for people. And so, Not much of it's sticking, a lot of it's staining. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. And so, so we're going to talk about um, does anything matter? Why does a whole conversation about right and wrong matter? Why does the family matter? Why, why does a conversation or knowledge about eternal life matter? What about the Holy Spirit and the whole supernatural realm of things? What about the church, our mission, the incarnation? Those are going to be our topics that we'll gather around in 2023, asking the question, why does any of this matter? And what does the Bible teach us about it? And where's our source of authority? Mm -hmm. Knowing also that we have to bring in attendant materials to help us. And so we have, just for our church, you know, we've been exploring, we've been looking into the whole field of apologetics. And we're, we're trying to listen to some of the contemporary voices while at the same time not abandoning 
some of the more classic representations of how you deal with the culture and how do you answer it with the gospel. And so, you know, things like N.T. Wright has written this book called Broken Signposts, mm -hmm. and where he, he says that, the, you know, the, the, the culture seems to know that there's supposed to be justice in this world, there's supposed to be love and, and beauty. Well, why is it so broken, you know? And what, what has happened? Uh, N.T. Wright uses the image of him ordering a piece of furniture that he had to put together, and he's looking at the box, and he knows it's supposed to look like that, but he can't get it to look like that. And he said, I feel like that's my world. There's something there. There's an image. Man, it's supposed to look like that's that. That's the ideal, but there's no way all these pieces <laughs> on the right. floor can so, possibly turn into that. Correct. So how do we as a church help and speak into that brokenness and help people make uh, connections and build those bridges toward what God really has for them? But along the way, there are just a lot of things that we have planned. You know, Kurt, you just alluded to it. We've got search committees right now looking for two really key staff members. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. Barry, you're leading a couple of teams that are pretty important to us right now. One of them is, um, it sounds kind of interesting to say it this way, but how do we reopen everything? But when you think about, we went so long with the pandemic just shut down, what does it mean to just re-engage and our community know about what's actually offered here? And then also you've been engaging and leading a team that's trying to look at, what do we do with all of this? You know, we've been given this incredible resource of six and a half blocks downtown Arlington and 150 years of history. And so you've got some key lay leaders that have been engaged in a conversation with you. So maybe maybe a quick word from you about the, the I mean, I'm sitting here with my new, my brand new, uh, um, what do you yeah, call this? Stuff. What is this thing called? Tumblr yeah. uh, from the Good Day Cafe. Mm. I mean, so. No, I mean, there's, again, it's a lot of exciting things. The predicate to this, the, the beginning of this is you can search for novelty and just new things to do, to, to, to do, mm -hmm. not do. Mountain. Yeah, yeah, mountain dew. Perfect. To do, and, and, and that's fun, that's a pursuit. Mm -hmm. Or you can find creative ways to engage what you're trying to accomplish. And so first of all, I wanna say that I believe that for the most part, this is rooted in helping us to accomplish what we've set out to do. So the root is not a coordination team or development team or an open the building team that's trying just to figure stuff out as a one-off. We're listening to you talk about apologetics and evangelism. And so we're listening to, uh, I, I, I think we've landed on the fact that we're really gonna go all in on young families, that that's what we need uh, to do over the next season of the church. And so we're paying attention to that as the jumping off. That becomes the reason we would do anything. And so what we've done is we've asked a couple of teams. Um, we have an, an open the building team that started about a year ago as, as we really finished up our remodel and, and we've done a few things to say, okay, for the first time in, in our world, we don't just have this good thing and that good thing that's trying to do its own particular niche marketed thing. But how would you have a gym that's a lifetime fitness, not just our tool? Mm -hmm. um, how would you have a, a cafe or food services? How do you have a building of tens of thousands of square feet that is specifically designed for children to be used 24-7? Mm -hmm. What would you invite into that? But it's not just using the space. It's how do we teach them about our our, our, our savior, how, how do we introduce them? 
Um, how do we reach young families who are looking for a grounding and even just community? It may not even start with a spiritual conversation. It may start with just proximity. Mm -hmm. um, how do we do the evangelistic things that put us in the way of each other mm -hmm. so that they're on our campus or in our way, so to speak, so that we can have spiritual conversation? And so this group in... This has got that little circle with the C in it, so don't anybody use ministries. We've got amenities in our church that need not to be just things that make us feel good about being here, but are launching places for ministry to happen. Mm -hmm. So you've heard this cafe. That's what this is, Good Day Cafe. Mm -hmm. A couple of things. One is for the first time we've got a place on our campus. It's kind of a test run. It may grow. It may be in a different location. I don't know. But for the very first time, we have a place that offers professional level food and and beverage not just to make I hear the D-dub is yeah, the D-dub, D-dub is, is good. Really good yeah, yeah. go just in and just ask for the D-dub or the house special it's so good and, and so it's not just a place where you're already here and you can go get a cup of coffee on Sunday we want to bless you with that even at that the five dollars that you're spending on a beverage most of that money goes to the orphans and I, I don't know, it's, it's the $3.21. Yeah, it's, it's one, tw it's what, one, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Not in Sierra Leone, yeah, $1.23. $1.23 cents of that goes day. in. It makes a good day for an orphan because that's what it takes to take care of the physical and medical. And these are orphans in Sierra Leone. In Sierra Leone, that's thank right. you. And so even that, when you're doing that, you're blessing in a way, you're getting what you want and need, but you're also blessing away. But the other thing is, Already, Connor Toriaba has been great with a lot of stuff. He's already inviting students not to Starbucks or to White Rhino or the few. Are, are you allowed, inclusion? Are you allowed inclusion. to drop the names? Yeah, of, yeah, of, I'm of, doing all those, all, all those, which are great things, and they're partners in town That's and right. all. But he's inviting them to our church to have a really good cup of coffee, and it puts them on our campus where they learn the feeling of being here. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's not just an amenity for us to enjoy. It's a ministry opportunity for us to be challenged by. Hence um, the name, a ministry. A ministry. I knew he'd bring that up. Yeah. Well, it's, I'm not sure he came up with it. No, I did. Yeah, yeah okay. I'll well, if it. I didn't, it was a part of something well, that I was a part you're of. You're taking it, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. I learned that from the best, Of sir. course you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the other part is this development team. They have no standing in the church with inside our polity in the sense that um, it's a voted on thing or they can pass edicts or send stuff directly to be voted on or whatever. Those. Mm -hmm. But for the first time, again, like the ministries thing, we're looking at everything that we have. How does it work together? How do we not just look at an issue but develop something that looks, about, looks at the possibilities so one of the people that's on there is Jeff Williams, and everybody knows the depth that Jeff Williams dives into when mm -hmm. he's talking about our city. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the first things we did is he just talked about a lot of things that I'd probably have to kill each one of you if I told you about. Mm -hmm. So confidential. Yeah, but, but it's the excitement of the city for decades coming. And so how do we engage that mm -hmm. dream? How that's do right. we continually position ourselves for what's coming next? And so that's really... All of it. There's some things that we need to take care of. We're asking ourselves right now, what do we do with our North Lawn? Mm -hmm. How do we turn that into something that could bless the community or reach out and help us grow young families? You're going to be hearing some stuff from them, but we know it's got to engage the polity of our church, and so right. we're not going to run roughshod. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I, I'm ex you can hear my voice. I'd talk for another hour. Bring me back on something because I'd love to talk about all of the things because I want everybody excited 
here's what I would say to everybody. Whatever you like right now, that's great. I'm glad you like it. But be excited about somebody else who needs it. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're getting from a Bible study or for, from being in a nice facility or being able to do this or that thing or living in community or having deep friends or having a pastoral presence when you're sick or ill or being cared for, all of those things, know that everybody in our community needs that same thing. They just don't know where to find it. Mm -hmm. And in some respects, especially on the spiritual end of this thing, they don't even know they need it. And so that's what we're trying to accomplish with everything right now. How do we reach out into a world right now? Um, what you've described the with, these, with these two teams, though, is a reflection, I think, of the coming out of the pandemic. All of it. We've been more collaborative, more intentional, more strategic mm-hmm. than I think we've been in the 30 years we've been here, 20 years you've been mm-hmm. here, because our hand has been forced. Mm-hmm. Uh, the global right. pandemic... Uh, stripped away that we talked just this week about how it, it didn't really create, but it exposed and it exaggerated and exacerbated mm-hmm. uh, trends that were already in the works. And so what we've done is realize we, we've got to collaborate. We've got to work together. We've got to be in partnership with each other more intentionally than we ever have before. Uh, but we're already seeing the results of that. We're already mm-hmm. seeing the positive benefit of that. And so uh, bright days are ahead. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I don't know how long this thing's supposed to go, but I would say if, if Probably you're, two hours if is you're enough, watching uh, and, and you'd like to know more, go to fbca.org slash hello mm-hmm. and, and just ask questions, engage mm-hmm. us in conversation. If you'd like to know more about any of this, the Winter Challenge, uh, something Barry's just talked about, the pastor's vision and for Kurt, the new year. Kurt and I are almost always on Sunday mornings in and around our, our Welcome Home yeah, Center. Yeah, if you're on campus, If absolutely. you want to just come and just say, give me 15 minutes and just sit down and explain some stuff. Here's the thing. It's not all lockstep. It's challenging. We all don't even agree on the things. We're praying through stuff. What, what we're not praying for, we're arguing about because mm-hmm. we don't know. But here's the commonality. We're seeking God we believe he's given us some focuses and some direction. We believe that we're we're here for such a time as this. We're excited about all he's given us. Now we believe it's God's way of saying to us, here it is. Mm-hmm. Engage. Right. And what a that's a that's a great way to end. Um so um I would say to our church family, join us in our excitement. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, join us in our anticipation. Join us in prayer and, and investment and commitment because as much as we love this church and as, and as incredible as the, uh, the, our experiences have been here and the past that we have and the legacy that we have, we genuinely still believe the best days are ahead. Amen. And so we're here for it and we're all in and uh, we're privileged to be here and want you to know we're honored to serve this church. And so... A new song. A new song's coming. Oh, oh no, 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 that one. Go with that one. That one. That one. Yeah, Henry, can you do like three of them at one time? I was trying that, to find some applause, that, but I guess it went on how, there. And that's yeah, how it works it here. Beautiful. You know? <laughs> Welcome to my world every day, y'all. So anyway. We're serious, but, if nothing else. Yeah, that's right. Blessed are you. So thank you for joining us today. God bless you, and stay tuned. Stay tuned.